0: Hello everybody out there in Rant World. Hi, good to see you all again. David Solomon here, flying solo from Montreal. My dear friend and colleague and partner, Stuart Brzegell is out this week. He is, God bless him, he's traveling, so we're gonna give him a chance to enjoy himself as he's traveling and business in the USA where you can travel (laughs) relatively easily. Um, I'm here at the helm today, solo as I said, and my first solo rant and I decided today that I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the new format, what the format's gonna be going forward but also today's rant. And we got some great feedback from the last rant that we did last week. I wanna thank everybody who participated and really commented. It was our, uh, our first time doing it as as a group and we were three of us and it was, we, again, great feedback from, from folks. Really appreciate it and keep sending them those comments in. You can send those comments to the rant at therentnetwork.com all that information, you can go to our Facebook page and you know make your put your comments out there of today 's rant past rants, please feel free to go see it out. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff now here's the thing that I, I just want to share with you that we decided that the last rant went way too long, and we apologize for going on, but we had so many ideas and somebody said we just lost track of time. So we promise you going forward, that the format will be of 15 minutes and that's it. After 15 minutes, we just shut this whole thing down. So, um, right now I'm already at a minute and a half. So I've got 13 and a half minutes in terms of my rant and your comments and your feedback to today's rant. So going forward, 15 minutes will be the, the top, the, uh, the, you know, the timeline in terms of what we're going to be talking about. In terms of all future rants. And again, if you have a subject matter that you want to hear about what we wish to rant about, or what you would love to hear, comments or whatever, again, the rant rant at therantnetwork.com. Send us your ideas, send us your topics. We have some like we have a whole bunch of them. We'd love to hear what you guys would love to hear our opinions about. And really, it is our opinions, and we'd love to share them with you. So as I said, I'm coming here to you live from Montreal, and today I wanted to talk about the relationship between parents and teachers. Now this is a topic that's been bugging me for many many years. Um, my mother was a, is a retired school teacher. My wife is a teacher. Today she teaches part time. Friends of mine are teachers. I teach part time at McGill. And the one thing that has been really irking me for the last number of years has been the relationship between parents and teachers. Now as I said, I my mother was a school teacher from for almost 20 from about 25 years. I grew up with her teacher friends, and uh, they were around our kitchen table. And I will tell you, I've never met a group of people who were so dedicated to their job and so underappreciated in what they did. I mean, I cannot imagine being in the most or one of the most influential positions in the world. You know, think about what, who would do the impact, and they're underappreciated. And over time, that underappreciation has expanded. I mean, it's just unbelievable where it's gone. And I read an article recently, and I just it's like I, I needed to get some things off my chest, and that's today's topic, really. So before I get into the rant, let me tell you a story about what happened to me personally, and my relationship with teachers, and one teacher in particular, and what I think we should be expecting from our teachers. When I was uh, 18, I went to CJ or community college here in Montreal, Vanier College, for those of you who've gone to Vanier back in the late 80s. And I decided I want to take a course on Shakespeare. I don't know what got into my head. I wanted to take Shakespeare. I liked it in high school, didn't get a lot out of it, but I couldn't wait to do it in Siegep where I could control my subjects. And here I was going to Siegep. And I was warned, don't dare take this guy's course. If you take this guy's course, his name was Dr. Keller, um, You'll never succeed. The guy's a tyrant with his marks and his grades and you're, you're, you're finished and you'll never go into university because he will kill them and on and on and on and on. And I'm like, be the stubborn person that I was. I said, yeah, I want to do this class. I want to do it, whatever. What's the worst that's going to happen to me? Well, I'll tell you what the worst that was going to happen to me was I wrote my first paper, submitted it, got a terrible mark. And I say terrible, I barely passed the damn thing. And he was being kind. On a typewritten, yes, typewritten, not computer, but in a typewritten document, I had more red than black. And uh, here I was. I was devastated. I'm thinking, uh, what a mistake. Could I make a mistake and what have you? Went into his office and I said, I'm not here to argue with the remark. Believe me, I learned that a long time ago. But I don't understand. I really don't understand. I'm totally at despair what I need to do to get out of this rut. Now, throughout high school, I struggled with English. Throughout elementary school, I, I, I did not have a great English education. It was a lot of changing school, a couple of changing schools. And I went to French immersion. I come to high school, never really learned how to write properly. I get to see Japan. It blew up really in my face. And this teacher said to me, listen, I'm going to share with you my thoughts, but it's up to you, and he, you know, and in a way he was, I thought he was intimidating me, but he was challenging me. He was questioning to see how much I really wanted to learn. I give him a lot of credit because he inspired me to become a better writer. He gave me the tools. He gave me the, thought, the ideas. He gave me the direction, and then he said to me, listen, I'm telling you now, come to me when you're ready. I'll work with you, I'll work with you, but the work's on you. And I couldn't believe what he was willing to do for me. I mean, he had no reason to. These guys had their office hours, they can go home, they teach, they don't, and he was insistent on helping me if I were to do the work. Well, let me tell you, I finished that class at the end with an 85. I was so excited, I was so happy, I was so proud of myself. He inspired me to do better. He inspired me to be a better writer. And here I am, 35, almost 35 years later, and I keep thinking of him, that this teacher simply inspired me to do better. It wasn't about learning Shakespeare. It wasn't about learning English or literature or whatever. It was about being better at something that I was just not good at. And to me, that's what teachers should be doing today. But if you wanna know why it isn't happening, again, my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, the 21st century parent. The 21st century parent has sh- turned the tables around from the teacher being the important person and the role model, the guide, the inspirer, to the enemy. Where did we go wrong here? Where did we suddenly decide that the teacher the enemy and not the ally. Parents have an unattainable level of expectations of what teachers should be doing. And parents who have no training, no understanding of this whole area, all of a sudden have telling teachers what they should do with their child. Come on, really? How? Why? Where do you come as parents and suddenly decide you know better than a teacher who's been doing this for so many years has been trained. Look, folks, teachers who go into this profession, they're not doing this for the money. They're not doing this because they're going to get a rich quick. And you can complain all you want. They have it easy. They get weekends off, holidays, summers. It's an easy job. They only work part-time. You have no idea. That's not even close. The amount of hours, dedication that they need to put in is unbelievable. It's unbelievable what they have to do to prepare for even a one-hour class. I mean, I did this. I taught 13 weeks for three hours a day. And I can't tell you how many hours I have to put into just preparing for each of those classes and what I do today still. So don't tell me it's easy. And the worst part is it's your children. They're impacting your children. And we've turned them into the enemy. We've turned teachers as if it's their And how could they be your enemy? They should be your ally. So, what are the expectations? That a teacher should be disciplining or not disciplining a child. I mean, come on. There's discipline, and there's no. Which, which, what do you want them to do? At your house, if they want to run the roost and if they want to write all over your walls and if they want to run havoc in your house, that's your problem. But in a classroom with so many hours uh, that they have to be with other kids, they just have to do something. And you cut them at the knees by saying, no, no, you can't discipline my child. Don't you dare do that. That's not your role or the complete opposite extreme of it is your role and I'm not gonna support you on that, you have to do 100% of it. You just made him an enemy. Values, I mean, come on, you gotta be kidding me, right? You're gonna expect the teacher to teach on their own all of the values that should be basic human values? How to deal with, you know, how to deal with others? We know kids get bullied in school, we know kids bully, we know kids can get along, they can't get along. And you want the teacher to do this, how, what, on their own? All of this on by themselves? You want teachers to teach them all of these proper values? No. Then there's the opposite who say, don't you dare teach my child about that, that's not your role to do that. You know, you have no right to teach them about how to deal with other children. Well, what do you want them to do? Every day is with other children. How about being polite? We teach the kids to raise their hands. Even to this day, I have kids, they're university age, they're still raised their hand if they want to talk. And yet, no, the simple politeness of waiting your turn please thank you, hello, goodbye, all these things. No, no. Either we expect the teacher to do 100% on their own, or teach expect the teacher to do nothing. Of, like, there's no rhyme or reason. Human decency. Come on. We want our teachers to do either way too much or nothing at all. There is a balance. But it comes in part with what they're supposed to be doing. And that's educating your children, teaching your children the basics. Language, math, science, art, computers, whatever the skill sets that are needed. And at the end of the day, inspire your children to go for more, do more, achieve more, wanting more. Teachers are expected to do all of these things on their own with a parent pointing a finger at their face, expecting more or less or not at all. It's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, our parents today do not show any time or almost any time support for teachers, it's rare. I remember going for parent-teacher interviews from my three children and I heard teachers were scared to tell us stuff. And my wife and I used to say to them, it's cool, you could tell us the truth. Folks, they're petrified, they're petrified of telling you the truth because they're afraid you're not gonna support them or you're gonna blame them. Remember the teacher's your ally. No, we're treating them like the enemy. We're blaming teachers for when students are failing. We're blaming teachers when st- we're blaming teachers for everything. Come on, it's not the teacher. Maybe it's time to look at the mirror. The truth is sometimes harder to swallow. And frankly, it's hard when you hear that you're something, you're, something's up with your kid. I get it. We all get it. But would you rather hear the truth? Teachers today feel so underappreciated. Teachers today are running away from this profession because there's no return. And we're not talking about a monetary return, a personal, emotional, a feel good, nothing. There is zero. They're getting no return on their investment, which is your child's future, your child's education. Whether you pay for it or you don't pay for the education, whether you we're all paying for it, but I'm saying private versus public, it doesn't matter. Your child is gonna go to school for no less than 12 years. If they go through high school, then there's university and whatever. And do you want your child to come out of there? How? If it doesn't start supporting the teachers, Helping the teachers to educate your children to make it easier for your kids to succeed. There's going to be no success. There's no way you can turn back the clock and start all over again. It's done. So ladies and gentlemen, in my last 20 seconds, let me just share with you this. Today's teachers want to inspire your children. But they're uninspired when the parents are the obstacle and not the ally and where the parents are making it harder to do their job. So I'm asking you today, especially today, as our parents, sorry, as teachers, are struggling in classrooms today because either they're teaching remotely or because of COVID, they're dealing with all kinds of other factors. The emotional toll in classrooms today is at an all-time high. And teachers are hoping Parents understand, cooperate, because at the end of the day, they wanna make your child inspired to be the best that they can be. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna leave you. I wish you all a wonderful afternoon, great evening, and remember tomorrow, maybe say thank you to the teacher. Thank you for their help. Thank you for working with your child. As they go through this really, really challenging time in our lives. I'm David Solomon from the Rant Network. I want to wish you all a great day. And if you have any comments, please post it up on our Facebook page. And I look forward to seeing you guys.